Hello and welcome back to our Sow and Reap, the Urban Gardening Podcast. Over the past few days, there has been a sudden change in weather. While we were expecting summer heat, here came a breeze for us as well as our plants. Also with this change of weather, we once again saw many visitors like birds, peacocks and other animals. Well, some of them became our friends and some not. One such visitor that is many a time seen in our gardens, especially where we grow fruits and vegetables, is monkey. Today, Pallavi will talk about how you can save your green produce from these special visitors. Also, Channa will take you through some of the medicinal herbs like milt and tulsi. If you remember, we talked about adeniums during our last two episodes. Towards the end of today's episode, we will talk about the final three things. pruning insecticides and curing infected adeniums welcome to sow and reap the urban gardening podcast this is india's first gardening podcast we are three women who are crazy about urban gardening beyond our day jobs i'm chandana code name adenium i'm sangeeta code name green thumb i'm pallavi code name carnation Welcome to our next section which is KYP Know Your Plant Garmiyan zoro par hai aapki gardening journey ab seeding and growing se caring and nurturing ki taraf badh rahi hai aur aage ke 2 mahine pura focus rahega on survival Yes your seeds have grown into saplings and they are now growing up to become healthy plants Your already grown up plants are bracing for the upcoming dry and hot season and you will be praying for all your plants to survive the hot north indian june. It's also the time for nurturing and protecting yourself, keeping yourself cool against the heat and with high immunity to fight all illnesses. So we thought why not talk about some medicinal plants that can be easily grown in our gardens and be at a hand's reach whenever we need them. तो आज मैं चंदना आपके साथ शेयर करूंगी मेरी पुदीना उगाने की जर्नी हाउ आई स्ट्रगल्ड एंड देन वन एट ग्रोइंग लोड्स ऑफ पुदीना इन माय लिटिल बालकनी लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड विद नो योर प्लांट व्हिच इज मिंट फॉर टुडे पुदीना शिकंजी पुदीना रायता पुदीना चटनी मिंट ऑन बिरयानीज मिंट पराठास मोहितोज एंड सो मेनी अदर वर्जन ऑफ हाउ दिस हर्ब इज कंज्यूम्ड ये छोटी सी हर्ब बड़े ही काम की है पेट दर्द से आराम तो कभी दांत दर्द में राहत बॉडी का नेचुरल कूलर एंड इट्स द मोस्ट इफेक्टिव नेचुरल माउथ फ्रेशनर ऑल्सो इट हैज अ पंजेंट मिंटी टेस्ट इफ यू बाइट द लीव डिरेक्टली but gives a beautiful flavor to whichever dish it's added to it is a sturdy herb a perennial which will live with you forever once it sets its root well and it spreads widely if it finds the right soil nutrient and sun despite being an easy to grow herb a lot of our listeners have written in to say they find it difficult to grow or sustain pudina so we thought let's break this into easy steps which actually come out from our own experimentations and i have experimented with pudina and then 
the successful outcomes that we were able to get because of all the experimentations we did. The first and foremost, like we have shared in other episodes as well, is the container. Because we have small gardens and we have uh, you know, terraces or balconies, we use containers. And it's important to know that for mint, uh, it is a herb which has very small roots. Iska matlab, pudine ko deep container ki zarurat nahi hai. Also, pudina loves to spread horizontally so it needs space. Isliye best container hai agar aapke paas koi basin ho, purana, koi tub ho. Um, it could be an earthen basin, a baking dish, a deep tray, a discarded wash basin or a discarded plastic tub or any wide mouth, not too deep container. 4 se 6 inch depth bohat hoti hai pudine ke liye, lekin kam se kam 12 se uh, 20 inch chodai ho, to aapka pudina aram se phelne ki usko jaha mil jayegi. Now, coming to potting mix, the second most important factor. Uh, Pudina needs well-drained sandy soil with uh, half-part compost. Pudina loves its water, but it does not like to be drenched in water. And it has fragile shallow roots that love growing horizontally. So, the best potting mix for pudina is equal parts garden soil, sand and compost. How do we germinate or plant pudina? A lot of people have uh, written to us and we reached out to experts when we were trying to uh, grow pudina. Where, uh, you know, sometimes we were trying with the seeds, but it wasn't working. I have tried growing pudina from seeds and failed each time. And what I heard from uh, most of the experts was, don't try it. It will not work in a pot. So what I can share with you is growing pudina from the saplings. The first time I did th this was from a bunch I picked up from my friend's farm. I just uprooted a bunch along with the, the ghee mitti attached to the small roots and uh, put it straight into my already prepared pot. I just watered it regularly and in 7 days, the pudina started showing new shoots and spreading. And trust me, I had my fingers crossed for those 7 days. The next time, I tried propagating it from harvested mini shoots because now I had my own uh, pudina source um, at home. So what I did was, I took up shoots that I had slightly thicker stems using sanitized scissors. I removed all but top 4 leaves on each shoot and then kept these in a bottle of water submerged just below the leaves. I ensured the leaves were way above the water. I kept this bottle on my kitchen windowsill which receives indirect bright light and fresh air through the day. Every morning as I put my kettle to boil, I changed the water of the bottle and kept it back at the sill. This is very important. Around the fifth day, I had new leaves coming up at the top and tiny, very fragile white roots emerging from the shoots. Some shoots just blackened and shriveled away, while others just gave me 2-3 new leaves every day. When I saw the new roots becoming a little sturdier, this was around 15th day um, from the bottling, I just picked the whole bunch and put it into my well-hydrated potting mix in the new pot, which I had already prepared. I ensured this pot was well away from the sun 
and yet not in a dark corner and that I kept the soil well hydrated for the next seven days. This is something where most of us fail, where we let it dry out a little. The shoots and the roots are so fragile at this time that they need to be in moist soil. Uh, this is very important for the young roots to catch on to the soil and not keep looking for the easily available water they were getting in the bottle. And that's how I found my easy way to propagate my mint. And now I have an unending supply to keep me healthy through summers because every 15 days I uh, pick up another pot and I transfer some of the, you know, harvested mint. So my next pot gets ready, you know, uh, 20 to 25 days uh, from the time my first pot was prepared. In terms of sun, the pudina loves semi-shade. Harsh direct sun can burn the tender leaves. So if it's in the shade of a larger plant or in a spot on your terrace where it's either covered by green shade, it prospers. It needs indirect, very bright light to grow. So you can have pudina growing in the you know morning sun or getting sun for one or two hours. But if it is in the direct afternoon scorching sun, and God forbid you forget to water it, you know, even for one time and it dries out, it'll be, it'll be difficult to revive it. Watering. Mint hates being dry. You have to keep a note of this. It has to be watered consistently. If you've watered it in the morning and you see the soil is a bit dry in the evening, water it immediately. So unlike a lot of other plants in your garden, this one will need to be checked and watered twice a day. So it's advised you keep it at a place where you're actually, you know, you can look at it and you can see if it is drying out uh, at least, you know, in the morning and the evening. Um, in terms of nutrition, uh, which is the next point, Pudina is a very heavy feeder during summers as it is the growing season for this herb. But as we all know, direct compost is harmful for the fragile roots during summers. It just burns them up. So... A liquid fertilizer every 15 days is a must from May to end July, August. The easy way is to make compost tea by adding compost to a bucket of water, letting it rest for about 3 days and then just swirling it up and feeding the liquid mixture to the plant. Repeat this every 15 to 20 days and then see how your mint just spreads out widely. The other thing that helps mint spread is pruning and harvesting. Mint or pudina is one plant that grows by trimming. Yes, you heard it right. This plant loves to give. You should start harvesting the stalks as soon as they grow beyond four inches. Always use a sanitized hand or scissors to harvest as it reduces chances of any infection or stalk damage. The more you prune, the more it will grow. Don't be worried that there won't be enough leaves on the plant or it's looking too skinny. You will see new leaves forming within 2-3 days. And you can Google and find out enough things to do with the leaves that you've harvested. You can dry them, powder them, turn them into uh, a juice, freeze it, use it to make your matta, to make your, um, you know, whatever curries you want to use it in. Uh, it will be very helpful. In terms of care tips, uh, we've talked about watering, we've talked about uh, you know, the sun, we've talked about the soil. 
The most critical tip for caring of pudina is around moisture and consistent harvesting. If your soil is becoming dry very quickly, there are two things you can consider doing. One, mulching. Use dried eggshells or dried and crushed old leaves to mulch the pot so that any exposed soil is protected. Two, you can also loosen the topsoil a bit and add some cocoa peat on top which will help retain water. You should harvest it consistently during its growing season so you can have a well-spread healthy growth covering your entire pot. Mint will start drying out as winter approaches. So around September, October, you will see that, you know, um, it's naturally thinning out. Don't lose heart. The perennial is only going into its dormant state. You need to keep it in a slightly warm corner through the winter um, time. You may want to bring it inside, but keep it in a corner which gets good uh, daylight, not sunlight, but daylight. And water it every three to five days so as to keep the roots moist, but not wet and not, uh, you know, in, in a place where it, uh, it gets very cold. And just enjoy its dormancy. Once winters are over, you will need to till the soil, add compost and prep it up for its growth all over again. Uh, but uh, you will not need to replant shoots or you will not need to do anything else. Just shift it back. Um, to a warmer place uh, in your balcony and then see how it you know the tiny leaves start coming up again and then it just comes back to life. So I hope that your journey with Pudina will also start on a good note and you will give it a try because what I've shared here is something that I have uh, you know used and I have found success with. We will cover uh, Tulsi in our next episode um, as part of our medicinal plants. Uh, but till then, I uh, wish you a happy, cool summer with your uh, pudina. In this segment, we help you identify that creature in your garden. Is it a friend or a foe? Kya wo aapka dost hai ya dushman? Hi, I'm Pallavi. Today, I'm going to talk about a very difficult garden pest to deal with. This pest is seen in urban areas, especially in low-rise housing complexes. This pest usually attacks a garden in groups and leaves a trail of destruction behind. You cannot kill them, nor can you think about fighting with them. I'm talking about monkeys. Now, before we discuss about monkeys being a pest, I'd like to tell you that monkeys are actually a friend of plants in the forest. Monkeys help in seed dispersal of fruits from one part of the forest to another. This actually helps more fruit trees to grow in a forest. But when we talk about the concrete jungle of the city, वो खाने की खोज में आपके टेरेस गार्डन में आकर पौधों को तहस नहस कर देंगे। अगर आप अपार्टमेंट कॉम्प्लेक्स में रहते हैं तो आप शायद इनसे बच जाएंगे। There are many solutions for dealing with monkey menace. People say that you can scare them away with crackers. But I don't know how you're going to do that unless you're sitting with a cracker all day waiting to light it when the monkey comes. That doesn't make any sense. In addition, a gardener like you will be causing noise and air pollution. So definitely don't try that option. The best option that I have found and a lot of gardeners vouch for it is isolation of your plants from the monkeys. 
If you are using a shade net as Chandana advised, then you can actually consider making a shade net cage for your plants. This will prevent them from monkey harm. Or you can use a wire or wooden cage around some of your precious plants. Some gardeners also advise spraying your plants with a pepper spray. Apparently monkeys hate that taste and leave the plants alone. I'm not sure if this is as effective as isolation, but perhaps you could try this first because this is definitely a cheaper option. Whatever you do, remember that urban monkeys have been made dependent on humans for food. So show them some compassion, but definitely keep your plants safe. With monsoons approaching us in next 3 to 4 months, we thought it is important to talk about the pre-monsoon preparations now. So we are starting a new section called the liquid manures and today we will talk about how to make bioenzymes. But first, why do we need to prepare liquid manures as part of our pre-monsoon preparations? See, monsoons may jab almost every day and at times continuous barish hoti hai, tab humare gamlo mein se kafi mitti bahar bheh jati hai. और ये मिट्टी अपने साथ न्यूट्रिशन भी लेकर जाती है अब हमें तो पता है कि किसी भी प्लांट की ग्रोथ के लिए न्यूट्रिशन कितना जरूरी है सो so, ऐसे में अगर हम किसी भी तरह का सॉलिड कंपोस्ट डालते हैं तो एक तो उसका न्यूट्रिशन सोइल में मिक्स धीरे-धीरे होता है और दूसरा कंपोस्ट भी तो कई बार पानी के साथ बाहर बह जाता है तो इसलिए बारिश के दिनों में हैंडी आते हैं लिक्विड मैन्योर्स so these are ready nutrition to the soil and are quite easy to make. So chaliye, aaj aise hi ek liquid manure ki baat karte hain and that's called bioenzymes. So bioenzymes, humare kitchen mein se nikle huye fal, sabziyon ke chilke aur phoolon ki patiyon se bante hain. And yes, therefore it is 100% organic, cost effective hote hain. Because we only need four things to make them. That's good. Kitchen se nikle hoye chilke, pani, aur ek plastic ki bottle. Ab bioenzymes basically microbial enzymes hote hain, jo soil mein microbial activity ko badate hain, aur plant roots mein quickly absorb bhi ho jate hain. So you can say that these are basically the magic potions for our plants. Bioenzymes ka ek aur use hota hai. It is an effective alternate to chemical-based cleaning agents. Yes. Hum apne ghar mein jo bleach, phenyl, toilet cleaners, jaise Harpeq ya Mr. Muscle, aur ye washing powders, shampoos use karte hain, ye sab chemical-based hote hain. So bioenzymes, in sab ka ek organic replacement hai. To chaliye, isse pehle ki hum aapko batayin ki bioenzymes use kaise karte hain, हम देखते हैं कि ये बनते कैसे हैं। As we said earlier, we only need four things to make our bioenzymes. Number one, jaggery, that's good. Number two, kitchen waste, that's फलों, सब्जियों के छिलके या फिर फूलों के पतियां। Number three, water, पानी। And number four, plastic की bottle. So to make these enzymes, you need to remember only one thing. That's 1, 3, 10, 20. This is the ratio in which we use the above things. Jitna aap gur dalenge, usse teen guna 
छिलके लेंगे दस गुना पानी लेंगे और बीस गुना वॉल्यूम की बॉटल दैट मीन्स अगर आप सौ ग्राम गुड़ ले रहे हैं तो तीन सौ ग्राम छिलके लेंगे एक लीटर पानी और दो लीटर की प्लास्टिक की बॉटल लेंगे सबसे पहले बॉटल में डाल लीजिए गुड़ उसके बाद जो आपने छिलके लिए हैं उन्हें ऐड कीजिए इसमें डालिए पानी और फिर बॉटल का ढक्कन बंद करके उसे शेक करके किसी भी छावदार जगह पर रख लीजिए सिर्फ बायो एंजाइम्स को बनने में 90 डेज यानी 90 दिन लगते हैं सो so, जिस दिन आप इसे बनाना शुरू करते हैं वो आपका डे वन होता है और क्योंकि डेट याद रखना थोड़ा मुश्किल हो जाता है तो आप अपनी बॉटल के ऊपर डे वन की डेट डाल लीजिए अब अगले 30 दिनों तक एवरी डे बॉटल को दिन में एक बार शेक करके उसका ढक्कन खोल दीजिए फॉर अबाउट से 10 टू 15 मिनट्स सो इससे होगा ये कि बॉटल में जो भी गैस बनती है वो बाहर निकल जाएगी 10-15 मिनट के बाद फिर से ढक्कन बंद करके बॉटल को रख लीजिए और एक बात आप बॉटल का ढक्कन प्लीज धीरे-धीरे खोलिएगा जस्ट लाइक वी ओपन एनी सोडा बॉटल आल्सो प्लीज रिमेंबर कि ये काम आपको विदाउट फेल एवरीडे करना है फॉर द फर्स्ट 30 डेज मैं अपने इन प्रोसेस एंजाइम्स की बॉटल्स को किचन के सिंक के नीचे रखती हूं वहां ना तो धूप पड़ती है और ना पानी और सिंक के नीचे जब सफाई होती है तो उसे फर्स्ट 30 डेज तक खोलना भी याद रहता है अब इसके बाद आप इस बॉटल को 60 डेज के लिए भूल जाइए इन ऑल आफ्टर द फर्स्ट 30 डेज प्लस दीस 60 डेज मतलब इन ऑल 90 डेज के बाद आपका ये बायो एंजाइम रेडी है है ना कितना सिंपल नाउ आफ्टर 90 डेज व्हेन द एंजाइम इज रेडी उसे छानकर किसी भी ग्लास या प्लास्टिक की बोतल में स्टोर कर सकते हैं छाना हुआ पानी आपका एंजाइम है और बचा हुआ सॉलिड मैटर इज द कंपोस्ट दैट कैन बी डायरेक्टली यूज्ड इन योर प्लांट्स it has already been fermented and composed during the first, during the 90 day process तो ये आपका ready compost ही है दूसरी बात हम ये enzyme plastic की bottle में क्यों बनाते हैं see जब enzymes बनते हैं तो इसमें gas form होती है और अगर आप इसे glass bottle में बनाएंगे तो glass bottle फटने का भी डर रहता है तो इसलिए best होता है plastic की bottle लीजिए अब अगर आपको लग रहा है कि जो छिलके आपने लिए हैं वो पानी से ऊपर आ रहे हैं तो आप जिस टाइम बोतल खोलते हैं उस टाइम किसी भी लकड़ी की डंडी या पेंसिल से उन छिलकों को नीचे की तरफ कर दीजिए एंड प्लीज डोंट यूज मेटालिक थिंग्स देयर आप बायो एंजाइम्स किसी भी तरह के छिलकों से बना सकते हैं जैसे सेब के छिलके नींबू मौसमी पपीता अनार गेंदे के फूल की पत्तियां रोज पेटल्स एनीथिंग एट ऑल इनफैक्ट कुछ लोग तो गार्लिक और अनियन के छिलकों से भी एंजाइम्स बनाते हैं सो चिली गार्लिक से बना हुआ एंजाइम आपका बहुत अच्छा इंसेक्टिसाइड भी होता है अगर आपके पौधों पे कीड़े लग रहे हैं तो आप चिली गार्लिक एंजाइम को डाइल्यूट करके आप इसको स्प्रे कर सकते हैं एंजाइम्स को यूज करने के लिए आपको इसे डाइल्यूट तो करना पड़ेगा एंड वी यूजुअली डाइल्यूट इट इन द रेशियो ऑफ 1:10 
आजकल हम जब फल और सब्जियां खरीदते हैं मार्केट से तो हमें रियली पता नहीं होता कि उसमें कितना पेस्टिसाइड यूज होता है सो जस्ट टू गेट रेड रेड ऑफ दीज पेस्टिसाइड यू कैन डिप देम इन डायल्यूटेड एंजाइम्स फॉर अबाउट से थर्टी मिनट्स नाउ जैसा कि हमने शुरू में बात की थी कि यू कैन यूज दीज बायो एंजाइम्स एज अ क्लीनिंग एजेंट्स एज वेल सो यू कैन यूज देम इन प्लेस ऑफ फिनाइल फॉर क्लीनिंग अप योर फ्लोर्स यू कैन यूज देम टू क्लीन अप द बाथरूम एंड द किचन टाइल्स ये तो हमारे यूजेस हो गए एज क्लीनिंग एजेंट्स अब हम वापस आते हैं हमारे एक्चुअल टॉपिक पर बायो एंजाइम्स को प्लांट्स के लिए कैसे यूज करते हैं जैसे कि हमने बताया कि इसे वन एस टू टेन की रेशो में डाइल्यूट करके यूज करते हैं तो जब मॉनसून्स में बारिश एक दो दिन के लिए रुकती है तब आप आधा मार्ग डायल्यूटेड एंजाइम अपने गमले की रिम पर डाल सकते हैं इसे आप पत्तों पर भी स्प्रे कर सकते हैं गार्लिक या अनियन के छिलकों से बने एंजाइम्स को आप एज इंसेक्टिसाइड्स यूज कर सकते हैं तो देखा आपने कि एक बायो एंजाइम को हम कितने सारे तरीकों से यूज कर सकते हैं वी रियली होप दैट यू विल मेक देम एंड लेट अस नो योर एक्सपीरियंस अबाउट द सेम नेक्स्ट टाइम हम बात करेंगे नीम खली का लिक्विड मेन्योर कैसे बनता है सो टिल देन हैप्पी गार्डनिंग So it's quiz time again, and it's been quite a while since we quizzed ourselves on our plant knowledge. When I last question, I asked you in episode four, May, and that was about plant nutrition. The question was, which of the following nutrients do plants not get from the soil? And the options were phosphorus, carbon, nitrogen, and potassium. And the correct answer is carbon. A lot of us believe carbon is critical in soil and hence the whole focus on adding organic matter to soil but in reality carbon is one element that plants do not need for their growth through photosynthesis they break down carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide molecules to release energy and oxygen surprised well that's a new fact you learned today moving on the question for today's episode is about healthy soil and the question is an ideal soil should contain the following in order to grow healthy plants ek achhi soil mein ye hona zaruri hai jisse usme acche paudhe bade ho sake the options are a half organic material and half sand b an equal mixture of sand silt clay and organic matter C an equal mixture of water air plant debris and silt and the option D is half soil organisms and half water so do you know what your soil needs to be healthy and to grow healthy plants write to us with your answers and we look forward to sharing the answer with you the correct answer in the next episode Happy quizzing till then. During our last two episodes, we learned that adeniums or the desert rose are succulents that love sun. In fact, more the sun, more is the flowering. They do not like standing water and therefore should be planted in a well-drained soil and preferably in our traditional mitti ke gamle. We learned about how to grow adeniums in khangar and kokopeat and also 
how you can make your own fertilizer for adeniums moving forward let's now talk about fungicide as we said multiple times ki adenium mein pani kabhi nahi rukna chahiye agar pani rukta hai to usme fungus lagne ke chance bahut zyada badh jate hain so to be on the safer side we can spray fungicides on them there are two good fungicides available in the market one is saf that's s a a f saf can be sprayed once a month and the second is dew point ka equation pro इक्वेजन प्रो हम दो महीने में सिर्फ एक बार यूज करते हैं चलिए अब बात करते हैं इन्फेक्शन की सबसे पहले हाउ विल यू चेक कि आपके अडेनियम में इन्फेक्शन लगा है कि नहीं फॉर दिस चेक द कॉडेक्ट्स सी प्रेस द कॉडेक्ट्स अ लिटल अगर कॉडेक्ट्स हार्ड है तो फिर प्लांट आपका बहुत हेल्दी है और अगर ये कॉडेक्ट्स थोड़ा पल्पी लग रहा है या थोड़ा सॉफ्ट लग रहा है तो इसका मतलब उसमें कुछ गड़बड़ है तब कॉडेक्स को थोड़ा स्क्रैच करके देखिए अगर अंदर से हरे रंग का दिख रहा है तो इसका मतलब वो ठीक है पर अगर वो अंदर से ब्लैक या ब्राउन दिख रहा है तो दैट मीन्स कि उसमें कीड़ा लग गया है कीड़ा लगता है तो पत्ते भी पीले होने लगते हैं अब आप क्या करेंगे अब आप सबसे पहले अडेनियम को मीडियम से पूरी तरह से बाहर निकाल लीजिए उसके बाद एक नाइफ लेकर उस ब्लैक या ब्राउन वाले पार्ट को काट कर बिल्कुल हटा दीजिए नाउ डिप योर कॉडेक्स फॉर टू टू थ्री आवर्स इन एनी फंगी साइड टेक इट आउट आफ्टर टू टू थ्री आवर्स एंड कीप इट इन द शेड टू ड्राई आउट कम्प्लीटली वंस इट्स कम्प्लीटली ड्राई देन प्लांटेड बैक इन इन योर मीडियम चलिए आगे बढ़ते हैं प्रूनिंग पर अडेनियम्स की प्रूनिंग एंड रिपोर्टिंग आप फ्लावरिंग सीजन में कभी भी कर सकते हैं मतलब मार्च से सितंबर के बीच आप उसकी प्रूनिंग या रिपोर्टिंग कर सकते हैं द ओनली थिंग यू नीड टू कीप इन माइंड इज टू गिव एटलीस्ट वन वीक गैप बिटवीन प्रूनिंग एंड रिपोर्टिंग ऑल्सो यू कैन प्रून इट टू एनी साइज दैट यू वॉन्ट इट टेक्स ओनली अबाउट ट्वेंटी टू ट्वेंटी फाइव डेज फॉर द फ्लावर्स टू कम आफ्टर प्रूनिंग विद दिस वी कम टू द एंड ऑफ आर टूडेज एपिसोड We'd like to thank all our listeners for sending us your lovely comments. Keep sharing your comments and feedback through email and social media. You can find all the links in the show notes. We'll be back with our next episode in two weeks. If you want to be notified of a new episode or have missed a previous episode or just want to listen to an episode again, subscribe us on any podcasting platform. Just search for Sow and Reap, the Urban Gardening Podcast. Till then happy gardening